Welcome to Beside the Burn for Thursday the 23rd of June. We're nearing the end of chapter 3 and today we're just going to examine one verse which leads us on from what we were looking at yesterday. Yesterday Paul was telling us that he, whenever he thinks of the enemies of the cross, it causes him to cry. There are tears in his eyes when he thinks of these people who live their lives as enemies of the cross. And today we're going to find out why the tears come whenever he thinks of them. So let's look at verse 19. He says, their destiny is destruction. Whenever somebody is living as an enemy of the cross, whenever they haven't trusted in Jesus Christ as their saviour, then they are heading for destruction. The judgment day is coming. There is judgment when Jesus returns. But there is also judgment when such a person leaves this earth. Whenever they die, they will be immediately judged. And they are heading for destruction. They are going to spend eternity in hell. And that is the sad reality. And sometimes we can fool ourselves into not thinking about that. And we don't take any great pleasure in the fact that such a person is heading for destruction. Like Paul, the tears should be in our eyes as we realise that once this person dies, there is no hope. Now, while they are still in front of us, there is hope. There is the potential to tell them the good news and for them to repent of their sin and turn to God. But without that repentance, then destruction is coming. And you remember Paul earlier in this chapter, talked about evaluating everything in terms of Christ and not Christ. Well, in a way, that's how we need to evaluate the people that we meet. And again, this sounds harsh that we have two columns, those who are for Christ and those who are against Christ. And the ones who are not for Christ are enemies of the cross, Their destiny is destruction. So every person that we write in that column that says not Christ is heading for destruction. And whenever we suddenly see their name on that list, it's not that we're condemning them. We're saying they need salvation. We're moved to tears at the thought of their destruction. And so therefore we want to tell them the good news and encourage them to turn. And Paul is encouraging these Philippian Christians to realise what's happening. Because again, we can fool ourselves, we can get on with life, we can become busy and we forget that these people are facing destruction. It's one of Satan's greatest tactics is to simply distract us away from what's important by causing our minds to be full of the things of this world so that we don't think of eternity. 
Paul goes on then, he, he gives four uh, different little phrases here about these people. Their, their destiny is destruction, is the first one. The, the second one, their God is their stomach. So in other words, they please themselves. They have no self-restraint. They simply do what they please and they get as much of what they please. And that goes in all walks of life as they seek to entertain themselves. They do whatever they want. They don't need a moral compass because they simply fulfill their own desires. And again, that drives Paul to tears because this is a life that's wasted. This is a life that could be lived for Christ. This is a life that could do so much good in this world by spreading the good news and telling others about it. And yet here they are, their God is their stomach. They have forgotten what, the, what is for the kingdom and what is for the gospel. And Paul is in tears because of the waste of a life. Thirdly, we see here that their glory is in their shame. And if this isn't a statement for today's world, I don't know what is. In other words, the things that they should be shameful of the things that God's word condemns and we know Jesus condemns, they take glory in it and they decide that this is what is important in their lives. They decide that their identity is tied up in the shameful practices rather than God's word, rather than Jesus. Paul has a long list of shameful things that he has done and he's moved them into the not Christ side and his glory is in Christ and knowing Christ and living for Christ but these people who are enemies of the gospel they put their glory in the shameful things of this world and again Paul is in tears how can they not see the truth how can they not see the light how can they live in this way and we see it in all walks of life we see it in politicians and those who are in positions of authority where they disregard the truth and they are boastful of the shameful things that they've done until they're caught out and then that they try weakly to apologise. We see it in people in society that have taken the, the roles of the world and turned them upside down and for their own benefit. And then, fourthly, we see that Paul says about these people, these enemies of the cross, their mind is set on earthly things. Paul's already been encouraging us to have a mind like Jesus Christ, to think like Jesus. But these people are thinking like the world and they're filling their minds with the things of the world so that they're pushing out the kingdom and they're pushing out the gospel and they're pushing out Jesus Christ. Paul's saying, don't be an enemy of the cross. Trust in Jesus and get to know Jesus. So let's turn to him in prayer. Lord Jesus, help us day by day not to be enemies of the cross because we see here what that leads to, that leads to destruction. And help us, Lord, not to live like that or not to glory in our shame and not to fill our minds with earthly things. But Lord, help us to know you.
to know you more and to know you better and to live for you each day. Amen.